Hello and welcome to the Sovereign Collective Podcast, where we bring you real raw truth for your self-empowerment. I'm your host, Sasha Calavota, and I believe that you can stand on your own two feet, but that you don't have to do it alone. I love learning from people who continually strive to raise the bar, to go against mainstream thinking, and who dare to question the general consensus. People are risking ridiculed or even risk the loss of their professional status as they bravely question the common narratives and challenge the rest of us to expand our minds and to reconsider what we think we already know. Join me in learning how to take control of your health and your mind so that you can have the energy to think more clearly and the confidence to step up and take responsibility for all aspects of your life. We promise to never censor here because I believe you are strong enough to hear the real raw truth to make up your own mind. If you like what you find here at the Sovereign Collective Podcast, then please share with your friends and family. I so appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And now on to the show. Hi, y'all. This is Sasha here for two quick announcements before we get on to our interview for today. First of all, if you are looking for quality supplements, quality tonic herbs, some specialty food items, and you're in and around Calgary, then please go check out Lotus Herbal Health, a great family-run store that has two locations in Calgary. You can find them at lotusherbalhealth.ca to find out where their locations are, or you can shop online and they will pretty much deliver anywhere. So quality supplements, tonic herbs, great staff, check out lotusherbalhealth.ca. Secondly, I want to announce the relaunch of my program called Your Conscious Pregnancy and Parenting Guide, which consists of experts in their fields around the world on consciousness and parenting and education and nutrition and dentistry and homeopathy and more. This is a program I created after my son was born about 10 years ago, a little bit more than that. And I am now very concerned after the events of 2020 for our future generations. And I believe the time is now for conscious parenting and for conscious parents to rise up and take, to take back our pregnancies and our births and our parenting and the resilience of our children and of future generations. The time is now. We change the course of history by changing the course of our future generations. And we do that by consciously raising them, consciously birthing them, consciously conceiving them, feeding them good food, and taking back the responsibility of raising healthy, well-adjusted, robust people. Resilience. It's time to build resilience. So please go check out sovereigncollective.org forward slash get the guide, and you will be able to check out all of the amazing material in there. It's time for us to understand how our worldviews are formed, how our self-views are formed, and how to impact that and how that impacts the society on a whole. So check it out, sovereigncollective.org forward slash get the guide. And now on to the show. Hey everyone, Sasha here for another interview for the Sovereign Collective podcast. And I have the infamous Amanda Vollmer again today. She's been on the podcast a couple of times before, number 30. And I can't remember which one before, but if you want to know about all her credentials and all her trainings and everything, Go look at the past podcast or go look at yummy.doctor, her site, which is a plethora of amazing information. She is trained in naturopathic medicine and a bunch of other stuff. She's got an amazing store, yumnaturals. No, yumnaturals. No, yes, yumnaturals.store, and where she makes all sorts of amazing things. But the one of the main reasons why I love interviewing Amanda is because of these traits that she has all together. So not only is she intelligent, she brings wisdom and courage and common sense and critical thinking all in one basket. And you know what, that really stands out these days because 
there's not a lot of that, not a lot of people displaying all those traits all in one place. And these days, you know, we need to be practicing a little more discernment and, you know, learn from our mistakes and grow, be willing to grow and be willing to change our minds in a world that's constantly throwing all this stuff at us because to just to stay static, it doesn't make any sense, right? It doesn't make sense. The, we, we know new things. There's different things coming at us. We have to learn how to change our mind and think differently and learn different things and be willing to do that. So Amanda, amazing to have you again. I know I was saying I, I didn't know which way to go with you today because there's so many, you can talk about gardening, homeopathy, nutrition, detox, you know, genocidal state of the world, you know, things like that. So we're going to go with some tools for everyone, because I think in a world where we're increasingly poisoned and faced with toxins, where we have increasingly petering out digestion and poor nutrition, we have a real great shitstorm really of, of an abundance of tox toxins in our body and ill health. And so Amanda is a real master at teaching us about detoxification and liver health and some critical nutrients that are required for that, that not everybody talks about. So we are going to go down that route. We're also going to talk about the state of suppression that we are in, in terms of our symptoms and emotions and things like that. And what that also means for us when we continue to do that. So Amanda, thanks so much for being here. Take it away in any which way you want. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you. It's, uh, I'd also add uh, pattern recognition as a trait that's important these days, mm -hmm. because when the abuse keeps happening in similar cycles, <laughs> it's helpful to say, Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. It looks like they're doing this again, you know, maybe a different color pattern, but it, it's, it, it is helpful to see you know, to have pattern recognition and, and see what's being done. Um, I find it really difficult to um, witness what's happening right now, personally, with children dying and, and athletes and parents and elders just dying from being jabbed and somehow still not making these connections with their pattern recognition that these are dangerous things. That I have people... Um, messaging me, emailing me, you know, after the fact, I just had one, another one this morning, her husband took the third of the jabs and is now in hospital. They don't think he's going to make it. And, and she's asking me at this point, you know, how do we save him? Right. Um, it, it's, a, it, it's difficult to respond. You know, I want to give them hope, right. But I also have to be realistic to them. Right. And I said, these shots were designed to kill and maim. That's what they were made to do. Right. And that is what is unfolding now. Uh, I said, your best hope at this stage is, you know, DMSO, magnesium, high doses of vitamin C. What are they going to do when he's in hospital, though? Because they're so restrictive. Um, how is she going to administer the things as well, right? And also being stressed and so forth. And yeah, it's uh, it's really hard to witness, especially now the children. Just in my feed yesterday was a nine-year-old, had the shots, is now dead. Um, I mean, every day I just hear it, just like I've always heard it for all of the shots, for right. 
all the way through. I mean, my feeds were always full of these stories. And um, it's really scrubbed from the internet or maybe people don't know how to, how to research properly because um, it's out there. I mean, we've been screaming from the rooftops for years. Don't do it. <laughs> right. The, just wait. You know, I know you're being coerced. And that's a red flag. If you're being coerced, that means you should be suspicious. And, and if you're suspicious, then you wait. You have a holding pattern. Learn more information. Research. Ask questions. Be really sure because you can't go back. You can't undo it. And I know we're going to talk about, you know, how we could possibly undo it. Uh, but I can tell you, I went to a, a county fair and felt it was the first time in, in two plus years where it almost felt normal. <laughs> right. um, there were only maybe 10% of people wearing face diapers and the rest were, it just felt normal. However, when I, after the two days, it was a two day fair. Uh, or a couple days after that, I had this weird sensation in my body of sharp shooting uh, pain through my uh, most of my joints, and it would move around my body. And I felt that must be cross contamination from these people. Um, I'm very, very sensitive, I pick up these things, not only energetically, but I from having my exposures, the few exposures I have had, I feel that they're very, very toxic people. Mm-hmm. So that I'm fine now. I The last little bit, I've been not feeling that sensation. I just upregulated my detox and and I'm good. Um, but <laughs> that'll be good also to it, talk about for people that are sensitive like that. I talked to some people and they are having arthritic pains that they've never had before. They can manage it but it doesn't seem to completely go away. And I'm sure there's other lifestyle factors that are contributing to that. But there are some people that are real, the real canaries in the coal mine, right? That are really detecting what's being, they're being exposed to more than others. Yes. Um, People who are aware and sensitive, they know something's up, something's different. And I, you know, it's hard because I don't want to bring fear into it. I just want to bring awareness Right. And caution and, 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 you know, tempered knowledge and, and wisdom to how we can behave now. But the whole time we, we warned and we said, and, and, and we had to watch it happen in front of us. And now we have to watch seems the deaths happen and the ignorance continue. And it's, it's quite frustrating. I I've had to wrestle with my feelings on, on everything and, and I've gone through different um, emotional states where I'm, I'm upset or then I'm angry and I had to go through all of these things and just then surrender and help where I can. But I mean, I'm, I'm human too. <laughs> and it's, it's hard. It was very, it's very difficult to, um, to see it, especially here in Canada, because we're so compliant. We've been so compliant all along. My question is, when the heck are they taking the plexiglass down? I'd really, can we, can we take it down now, or, or is, it, is this permanent? Some like, are, and some aren't. Some are, and some. I know, I know. It's maybe some just know it's going to be coming back, so they're just. I, I don't even know. And other people just that's it's the permanent, the mask and plexiglass. It's the future. I, I don't know. I get it's it. It's weird. The yeah. whole thing is just weird. I mean, 
I asked in my Telegram channel, you know, how many people in there, like wherever you are, what percentage of people do you feel are waking up and are starting to question and are not complying any longer? And do you see changes in the population in their decisions? And it's a mixed review. Uh, and some people are feeling like it looks sort of normal now. Nobody's masking anymore. Um, but I think they've switched their tune. Their agendas uh, are focused more on the fraud of climate change as yeah. they continue to geoengineer and damage our weather systems and uh, put fear into people by creating extreme weather events and then doing their classic problem reaction solution as they always do, create the problem so that people say, solve this now, we'll, we'll uh, not fly and not drive gas cars and uh, <laughs> we'll live in tiny homes and, and uh, you know, we'll just turn the lights off and because we're in this together. <laughs> kind of and stop thing. farming. Yes, okay. and stop the nitrogen and it's, it's bad. This is, I think what they're doing with the climate change hoax is worse in a way than what they did oh. with the COVID hoax because the food now is going right. <laughs> and the energy is, and the gas is going. I mean, I just heard today that Macron in France, they didn't pay their gas bills to, uh, to, to Russia. And so Russia cut them off as of today. August 31st, they cut them, they cut off their gas um, pipeline today. Wow. So, oh my God. Yeah. So huge. I mean, people have no, I don't think they have any idea of what, what they're, they're doing. Uh, it's going to be a rude awakening this winter as, as every, every winter they've been, you know, putting their goalposts, moving their goalposts right. again and again. We have to be wise and, you know, we, talked about growing gardens when we had our interviews and encouraging people to get more sovereign in all ways. We're talking healthcare, food, energy use, everything, everything you think you need. Try to do it locally. Try to store up what you're going to need in the long run. And uh, I know my garden's really blooming right now. And I know a lot of people who are homesteading around me and, you know, we're we're thinking in the right way i just mm -hmm. i really hope more people can get on board with that so that they don't keep begging to the corrupted government systems which are just corporations which are owned by the <laughs> wef and rockefeller foundations and all these criminals um that they don't ask them for solutions or go back into the mouth of the of the belly or the, the belly of the beast or the mouth of the beast whatever you want to say you know, and, and just take a look at their lives and go, wait a second, <laughs> this is something's wrong. And, and, and then it's up to us and we're going to create our own economies and our own way of, of, you know, getting through this. And obviously one of the ways is learning how to take care of yourself and not going into the hospital system. Yes. You know? You're good. I see you. Oh. I don't know if I'm if I broke up there, but oh, you did a little bit. Just so everybody, if you're watching this on difficult. video, I'm having a windstorm and our internet is not the best in our new place. 
So hopefully we can complete this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't hear me, let me know and I'll repeat what I said. It's, it's been frustrating to not have uh, solid internet here with all the, the forest around me. It, it does teach you that the leaves and trees protect us for a lot of things. Yeah, no kidding. Mm. Including EMF fields and that sort of thing. Um, but uh, the, the detox side or the, the prevention side of things, uh, I mean, look at how much we're exposed. Um, it's ridiculous. And I say this often, It's it, to me, it's miraculous that we are alive. Totally. <laughs> I mean, generations of vaccines, glyphosate all over our food, genetically modified Franken foods, the nutritional values are, have dropped. Um, we have all these trans fats and fast foods and seed oils that are toxic. I mean, all the body care and hair care products and all these things that are just full of toxins. Oh, yeah. How... How do we do this? It's it's really quite something. Um, and if people did, you know, take any of these vaccines at any point, they have to uh, approach detoxification from multiple angles. Uh, one being heavy metals um, or the light metals like aluminum have to be purged and chelated. A lot of these waste materials, they don't willingly leave the body especially pesticides or anything that's an estrogen mimicker. Um, and one thing I, I caution a women specifically about is birth control pills. Uh, those do not leave, that synthetic hormone doesn't leave your body. And when it comes time for menopause later in life, um, I have so many women, they have so much problems with uh, their symptoms in weight gain and um, mood problems, et cetera. And every time when I ask, have you ever taken, you know, birth control pill, um, which a lot of the times they have thyroid dysregulation or endometriosis that flares up or, you know, ovarian cysts, all these sorts of um, female issues. And they usually say yes. Um, so we have to actually detox them from false estrogens and before they can really normalize. Now we're getting that through shots because there's glyphosate even in the needles, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, and obviously the food source and where, you know, if you're near farmer's fields, you get it in the air for goodness sake. Um, I'm worried about the birds and the, the small animals more than anything this point being in the forest and you know I can count how many animals are, and, and birds are around me on my hands you know because there's wow. not it's wow. devastating what's happened to our bird population or insect population and soon the bee population every bee farmer I've ever met in Ontario they lost their hives last year every single one of them so wow every yeah. one of them oh that's huge mm -hmm. Or yeah, my uh, beekeeper friends, who's about uh, half an hour-ish away from me, he's, they talk, you know, a lot of the beekeepers have discourse with each other. And he, he said they all, every single one of them lost their bees, lost their hives. Wow. Yeah. And um, a lot of it was due to snap cold weather. 
um, and some was due to like a, just a sudden co colony collapse from the queen dying. Mm -hmm. So, um, or mite infestation. There's all kinds of things, but infestations and imbalances only happen when the terrain is damaged. And, and people need to understand this, that any type of disease state or condition is because the damage has already been had. It's already there. Um, whatever people want to you know, express, like infections or waste materials, and when they test those materials, they find microorganisms in them. And, and then being, having a problem with logic, <laughs> they, they think that it's, it caused the problem. Right. Uh, which it, it, it's not obviously, uh, you know, firemen don't cause a fire, but they're found on the scene. And it's the same thing with microorganisms in our body that are there to actually get rid of wastes and help that process. And then we add insult to injury by killing it all off. Glyphosate does that too. Uh, antibiotic use, uh, a lot of the, the poor nutrition, you know, doesn't feed them or doesn't support the right type to flourish. And, you know, people aren't sweating, people aren't exercising, they're, they're, you know, they're still brushing our teeth with fluoride, for goodness sake. I mean, <laughs> Basic, where to yeah. begin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm having my, I make uh, tinctures and I made this Essiac tincture um, oh, yeah. recently. Um, so I've been, and hey, it's in some really uh, strong vodka. So, you know. Nice. <laughs> no, too bad. I don't have one here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Another it's, great way uh, to cleanse, to just do a little bit of a daily cleanse, right? Just that way. Yes. Every yeah. day. Yeah. Yep. Every day sweat, every day drink your urine in the morning. I mean, you want to cleanse, drink your first morning urine, about a couple of ounces each morning. And the urea that's found in the urine will immediately flush you. And you'll know because, I mean, as soon as I drink my urine in the morning, within five or 10 minutes, I have to urinate, which, so I know it's the diuretic principle is there and it's flushing and cleansing. Um, I use products with DMSO in them. So I'm continually uh, adding creams and lotions to my body that involve DMSO. DMSO prevents radiation damage. And a study that just recently came out, I haven't done a video on it yet, uh, but this is a very important study because it proved that dimethyl sulfoxide um, denatures the forever chemicals, the chemicals that oh. get trapped and, and stuck in our, in our bodies, um, including a lot of the synthetic estrogens as well, uh, can denature some of those, um, can break down, you know, a lot of the, the pesticide residues, the glyphosates, that sort of thing. Wow. Um, so I'll report on that in the coming weeks or so. Just a question but around that, does important. it matter? Does it matter for that if you're doing it orally or transdermally? Will it have the same effect? It, it ultimately because uh, because as soon as it's in in the bloodstream, it's it's all over okay. it, and it yeah. can go. Yeah. So yes, you can use it either. But I would if you had you know a lot of 
um, exposures that you were concerned about, you know, even from these shots, there's all kinds of forever chemicals right there. And one of the ones that concern me the most is Teflon because Teflon is a forever chemical and it has a fluoride attached to it as well, by the way. And uh, it, it, they still even manufacture it just under different names. It's, it's really, this world is just mental because you would think, oh, you know, DDT and, and all of these forever chemicals, maybe we should ban them outright and stop them, but they always just move them into other countries and right. change the names and this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so it will help to break down those types of chemicals in the body. So there is hope. <laughs> the other, there was another um, uh, chemical, if you will, that would break down the forever chemicals, which is lye. Um, yeah. Lye will do it as well. So don't drink that. No, <laughs> a little caustic. No, yes. I make, I make soap with lye. Yes. <laughs> so maybe the soap will help a little bit or you know, the lye breaks down. The, the lye is gone in, in the soap after the uh, saponification process. But, uh, but it's interesting to note. I mean, if you're trying to clean up a site of these types of things. Right. Um, and they're also using certain types of mushrooms now. There's yeah. mushrooms they're finding that break down the microplastics and the, and the plastics, um, which can, is very concerning. Um, and DMSO will break down a lot of those as well. So, so that's good news. At least we're, we have something in our arsenal that's very powerful. Um, and if anyone is in a situation where they have been coerced into taking jabs or they're worried because they, they did that, uh, I would put DMSO as, you know, on top of your list of things to do and be quite regular with it and if they want to um, have dilution charts and so forth that's in my book healing with dmso of course and it's a handy guide that they can just use to understand it to feel confident because people are scared of a lot of things that are that powerful and, uh, and that's really why i wrote the book was to really have it as a handy layperson's go-to guide so you would really pull it into your lifestyle and Question around your book. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be, you said you're going to be publishing one with a little bit more of the controversial approaches with DMS. So are you going to be doing that anytime soon? Yeah, well, what has happened is I've been writing courses um, lately. Okay. So um, I realized that First, I want to pivot and do, I'm doing these first three courses, and then I'm getting into deeper levels of courses, and there'll be courses on DMSO as well. And once the course on DMSO is done, that will pivot into that information. And you know how structured information helps you write, and, and that's how I think. Once I have sort of a template and I start building, then it can flow. Because when I go back to the old manuscript, it's such a, it's so, it's such a mess. I thought it'd be easy just to go in and, and pick out what they cut and put it together. And it's not because the way it was done was piece here and a piece there and that sort of thing. So it's like rewriting it all over again. Oh, basically. wow. Okay. Um, so I might as well create the course, which is going to have all of those things in it anyway, like how, 
actually had a woman today email me and she has been using DMSO in a cotton ball and inserting it vaginally overnight, every night. Oh, wow. Because she had ridiculous levels of menstrual cramping, uh, inflammatory oh. pain, loading, all kinds of issues, and, and leading also to, you know, more of nausea and this sort of thing. And she said it not only cleared all that up, but it actually repaired her pelvic drop from giving birth. <laughs> wow. It's actually tightened everything. Oh my yeah. goodness. Amazing. That was cool to hear. Totally. Um, I'm going to ask her more questions uh, to mm -hmm. clarify her methods. Mm -hmm. um, if she's using pure, you know, 99% yeah. DMSO or is she diluting? I'm, she didn't clarify that. So I, I'll get that information. Right. And she's instructing her daughters now to also do that as well. But she's very excited <laughs> about that and had to share it. No kidding. It's very powerful. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, we have to uh, start somewhere and, uh, and you're right about suppression. I mean, it, listen, there's a place for suppression. Okay. That's what emergency medicine's about, right? I mean, you're gushing, bleeding, <laughs> you're you know, having an emergency, like a heart attack or stroke, something the, the jaws of the medical <laughs> cartel will come out and take you and suppress that. And you know, revive you. And that's what, that's the piece of the pie that that medical aspect brings. And that's great. Um, beyond that, beyond what the, the life-saving sort of emergency situation, we don't want to suppress um, because the body is trying to always get into homeostasis and it's a dance. It's a, it's a movement of push and pull. And if we continually push in one direction of no, then we can never reach homeostasis. If we allow the body to, and listen to the body's symptoms and support what it's doing, then it will express the wastes and it will be able to absorb and take in the nutrients and do this in and out dance to correct the situation. And it's just really arrogance that's happened where we assume that, you know, medical advancements are so awesome now and we've figured it out. And, and why would you go to all this natural, you know, when, when we have such, such technological advances and it's, it's all just um, propaganda. Actually, we've gone backwards <laughs> other than basic diagnostic tools uh, and some surgeries and that sort of thing um we've gone backwards now uh suppression uh as an example so i see this time and time again okay well first of all with cancers um at least half of cancers and generally we're talking endocrine based cancers like breast cancers or uterine cancers these sorts of things um Leukemia is a little bit different, but these sorts of disease states, their expressions and the, the, the tumor formation is actually the healing portion. It's, it doesn't even develop the mass until it's in the actual healing phase. 
um, when you start to notice those overt symptoms, the system wants to say, we're going to say no, we're going to push that down or cut it out. And when we break the mechanism that the body is using to actually heal and rebalance, when we don't understand why it would do that, when we assume that it's doing something wrong, rather than realizing it's saving the life and it's assisting and it's supportive and the growth is actually a correction, then when we damage that, it's almost impossible to completely heal from it. And because 50% of these cancers are actually false diagnoses, um, when you have someone who's been falsely diagnosed with a tumor, and then they go in and they do this heroic medicine dance, well, guess what? Those are the people that are going to mostly survive the onslaught of chemicals and cutting and chaos that it brings, depression. And that beefs up their statistics that says, oh, look, see, at least 50%, there's good odds, you know, 50% uh, survive our treatments, uh, but they've skewed the statistics with people who actually never had that disease state in the first place. So it's just mm -hmm. one lie after another. Mm -hmm. And when, and I've seen this so many times where it's shrunk and, oh, they're so happy and they're in remission quote unquote, and what amazing doctors. And you see this sort of um, stars in the eyes sort of thing. And I just, I watch if, if they're on Facebook or something, I'm just watching that profile quite closely because they're not going to survive much longer. Usually between two and five years, it's over or it, or it's back. And yeah, that's the best case up. scenario. Yeah, exactly. It pops up somewhere else. Oh, it metastasized. It moved it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just the mechanism rebounding, going, hey, you dummy, we were doing something. We finally got back on track, and now you think it's bad, <laughs> okay? <laughs> now you're going to do it again. Right. And that usually leads to termination of life. Um, but when you allow it to clear, to push out the materials, to drain, to dissolve, to digest or metabolize, when you fix the real issue, which is the metabolism which is the pH, which is the electricity of the body. When you, when you make those corrections, it will do it. It will take care of that all by itself. Um, but suppression is death in the, in those cases, every, every one I've ever come across that does it. And those who continue to work on corrections, even if they're still living with tumors, even if they still have quote unquote cancer, you can live with cancer. You know, you can actually live and you still have the diagnosis and people don't understand that. I have a client, I don't know how many years now I'd have to look back at the records, maybe six years or something, kidney tumor. Okay. And aggressive told was aggressive, uh, said that they can't save the kidney. They'll have to take it. And then there's chemo radiation and the whole sad story. And she said, no, I'm elder. I'm, I'm in my sixties. I'm going to either do this naturally or I'll go, you know, that's my time. And that's where she was resolved with and came and see me. And we, we ran her through a few different layers of protocols, corrections that she had going on. And 
she doesn't have the the tumor anymore. She has a small artifact. So when when right. she goes for her MRIs, it's like a scar, you know. Mm-hmm. So it stopped growing. It shrunk quite a bit, and then it just stopped, and it drained. We actually had she had she felt it inside her <laughs> drain, which is a, must wow. be a very interesting sensation. Mm-hmm. She felt that process, and but. So she was worried that they were still finding an image, right? So So did you go from also the Germany medicine perspective of looking at what their conflict shocked and what what resolution from an emotional perspective needed to occur as well? Or was that part of the protocol? I find what I find interesting about the process is if if you question correctly and you allow the patient, the time and the respect to reflect on their lives and to even document how they think they got to that place, they will identify it a lot of the times themselves. Mm. And, and when they do that, the practitioner can just reframe it or present it to them so they can really see it. And to me, that's usually enough uh, for them, just the knowledge Oh, I've been strung out for 25 years. <laughs> you know, I, my adrenals have had me on, you know, high cortisol for that long. And no wonder I don't digest food properly when I'm, you know, not able to get in rest and digest. And no wonder I feel sad because my hormones are out of balance or these sorts of things. Right. And we, it's body mind. So it's, it's always going to deal with both aspects. And that, that's just my experience. I haven't needed to um, go into just that. Like I, right. I've had people have cathartic expressions emotionally where they feel better and they have answers. Sure. Um, but I mean, I'm not trained in that modality, which is quite a powerful modality when done correctly. Um, but the emotional aspects always seem to come out no matter what <laughs> yes. makes sense you just, just honor the whole process and it just naturally unfolds i guess right yeah well you're you're letting them express their story and how they what they think happened right and because i was taught in naturopathic college but always believe your patient whatever they tell you believe them you know mm. no matter what because that's it's validating, obviously, for them. They might be incorrect on diagnosis stuff. That that didn't come from them. That that came from a story told by a doctor. That's different, right? But really, listen, you know, to what they're saying. And and if you're not sure, then you can peer in more and ask a more di- direct question. Well, tell me. Okay, wait a second. You, this. Tell me more about that. And right. you get them into that place where they're reflecting. And, and they're figuring it out. And it's very empowering when you allow that space for them to actually go through that with active listening. And then they make the dot connections and they make those decisions to accept the protocol or, you know, change their lifestyle. And it's on them. It's not, it's nobody else told them to do it. There's no one to blame later, you know, that they feel like this, right? So, but it's just interesting that I, I tell people it's better to live with the 
disease state or whatever you think you have or told that you've had than to suppress it um, and think it went away because that's just magic. That's a magic show and it's not reality and it's not the lesson. You're losing, you're losing the lesson of why you're shown such an imbalance in yourself. What got you to now? It certainly wasn't someone else's fault necessarily, meaning you you were in those situations or you made decisions and now you're here and you're going to look at it and you're going to, okay, I own that. I'm going to own that. <laughs> and I'm going to now make new decisions. I, I watched something the other day. We're talking about habits and how they were saying, oh, here's like uh, Los Angeles and here's some other place. You know, there's an airplane flying, right? And just say you took an angle of three degrees off the airplane, mm-hmm. you know, just three little degrees, which could be one little ha- new habit decision and you're in Singapore or something by the time right. you're, right? So the trajectory of that tiny change is actually quite massive in the, the long term. Right. And we have to make decisions over those little habits every single day. What's serving us and what's not. And sometimes you want to be in the suffering or feel that pain or feel that, like feel genuinely what you're going through, not to wallow in it, but just to allow the whole process, right. um, the grieving and the, the, or if it's fear or whatever the emotion is, and then shift it from there. So, you know, it's the emotional part is is very powerful and really you could say it's everything pretty necessary and that's the thing and not suppressing the emotions we just medicate these emotions away i'm anxious i'm depressed i'm whatever you know i'm lonely i'm gonna stuff it with whatever junk or i'm gonna buy or eat or like we just suppress all these feelings and emotions on top of physical symptoms right like i think that feeling of that emotion is such an important key to feel it fully and then release it. Right. Or even our or kids, like we teach them right when they're young. Oh, don't cry. Oh, it's okay. It'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Out of, you know, wanting to support them and want what's best for them, what's best for them without even realizing how we teach them to suppress right from the beginning. Yes, we do. Yeah. Or the one that really irks me is when you see a child who's upset and the parents go, Oh, you're okay. Right. You know? you're okay. I find that extremely disrespectful and arrogant to say that to your own child. Um, that's a bad habit <laughs> that we need to break. These are, these are new, you know, humans who are learning and navigating and trying to understand their world. And you telling them that you're okay. And it's just so dismissive, you know, how about I know I hear you and I see that you're going through something right now. And I want you to know that I'm here for you when you're ready. And if you need a hug, I'm also here for you. As long as they feel that there's a safe place for them to put their feelings or to talk about it, you don't have to, you don't have to put yourself on them and say, don't do it and stop. Just say, I'm here. I'm right here. Right. For and I'm going to sit with you. That's okay until you're through it or whatever. And I often tell my daughter, you're, you aren't the emotion. You are, are having the emotion, right? But yes, you aren't that. 
if I'm angry, I have the emotion of anger, but I am not, it's not who I am. It's that I'm going through something in the moment and it's, and then it will clear. And then I will reflect on why that happened. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm teaching her to sort of separate it out a little bit so she can have her own objectivity that it's okay. This is a passing emotion. This too shall pass. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to own it. And then I'm going to reflect on it later, but it isn't me and it isn't forever. This isn't a forever feeling, right? It will, it will shift. It will change. And if it doesn't, then, okay, I have to look more closely at why, why I feel stuck or whatever, but yeah, the, the, they're there, (laughs) the patronizing part of, of your old, right. I just want to, and we just do it for ourselves. But they're yeah. not. And and we do it for ourselves because we don't want to feel uncomfortable. It's not because it's not really for them. Right. It's just it's how uncomfortable mm-hmm. it is to see them uncomfortable. So just yes. get about it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so coming back to detox, I interrupted you. I think when you're going to start talking about magnesium, you talk about magnesium around detox more than anybody I am aware of. Nobody seems to put those two connections, considering this is the biggest mineral deficiency, I think, out there. That's a really big deal, not only for all the other things that magnesium is necessary for, but for your liver's capacity to detoxify. So what, so can you go into magnesium and then other micronutrients that you feel that people might be missing that they should pay attention to, to properly be able to do what their body is naturally able to do. And, and, and there are many types of magnesium and, you know, and that can be confusing for people. So I would just say, don't, don't get overwhelmed about it. It just, even if it's just magnesium chloride or magnesium bisglycinate, or just, or a mix of magnesium is, is really one of the best. Actually, Clive DeCarl um, sent me a care package. He's, he's a very sweet, sweet darling. And he, mm-hmm. you know, um, he knew that I was going through some extra stress the last little while. <laughs> so he sent me a care package with a magnesium that he makes and it has all of it in, in that magnesium, nice. uh, in that, in the capsule. And, you know, and he was right. It is, um, it is important that we get it transdermally that because of absorption issues with the gut, but as well to give it to the gut <laughs> directly too. Mm. So I've been doing both. Yeah. I've been doing both and I find it is helping me a lot. Uh, and I take it usually before bed because of sleep and I do encourage, and I have encouraged oral use before bed for that reason. However, if thinking about it goes in through the intestinal tract and will, um, you know, a- affect the liver as well. Um, this is why we can't take higher doses because the liver, um, actually purges excess through loose bowel. Right. And that's sort of the restriction of, of higher doses and why I promote, um, also, you know, topical use to get your levels up because every single process of the liver is uh, rate dependent on that magnesium to function. And if you're out, you are now sluggish automatically. Right. The liver is backed up and it controls the menstruation. <laughs> it controls aspects of the prostate in males. It it is uh, your major blood filter of the body. It's like your, it's like your receptionist of your body that dictates everything from all your endocrine system and hormone making and your gallbladder and digestion. I mean, it's, 
it's massive. And it's probably why it's the only organ, well, you could say other organs can be regenerated, but not like the liver. The liver really can self-regenerate even from, I think it's 30 or 40% is all you need of your liver to regenerate it fully. Wow. Um, and it's, that's, it's pretty, that's how important it is. <laughs> that is like, we yeah. need it no matter what. You know, right. You no, know, and to that level. Um, so when people, and, and obviously if you're filtering and you're detoxing and you, and there's the P450 system as one of the detox systems, I actually, oh, it says my connection's unstable. So yeah, you did freeze for a bit there, but okay. I do see okay. you now. Okay, good. <laughs> It told me this time. <laughs> um, it, yeah. So, I mean, you, if you're, if you, there's seven, so I did a video on liver health and I went through all of the different enzyme systems and detox systems of the liver. And there's seven different ways or pathways wow. in which we do so depending on if it's water soluble, fat, you know, oil, all the different types and then it needs magnesium as a catalyst to get that job done. And a catalyst speeds up chemical reactions. And just think about it. If you don't have that, the, the speed in there, you're going to get backlogged. And that means you can have constipation. It means you can have toxins recirculating back into the bloodstream, uh, gumming up the lymphatic system, causing um, uh, acid uh, base, you know, issues. So acid, alkaline have to be in the right components in the right parts of the body. So we have, for example, acid mantle on the skin, acidic mouths, more acidic, you know, lysosomes and stuff in the eyes, so forth. Uh, vaginal canal needs to be acidic for it to be in balance. A lot of women are like, oh, I have candida imbalance or I have a, a bacterial vaginosis or something and it's like well douche with 50 percent apple cider vinegar and see if that works because right. probably too alkaline yeah right. and then other aspects of the body need to be not acidic especially the blood should be you know not acidic um and and for the proper types of microbial milieu to flourish and help you break down those wastes right so magnesium is you have to <laughs> you just have to just like I say, okay, at least start with magnesium, guys. I mean, if anyone's taken any of these shots or anyone's having exposures to vaccines, magnesium is a daily requirement. And obviously leafy greens and there's all kinds of foods and nuts and seeds and these sorts of things that will offer um, magnesium. Um, but it's just, it's not enough if you have people who are stressed, they're not digesting and assimilating and delivering as well, if you have thick, viscous blood, how are you delivering now? Right. So, so say you did get into yeah. the, the gut. Yay, one step one. <laughs> right. Now you have to actually get it <laughs> to where it needs to go, right? And if you have this thicker blood, which is a part of people losing their hair, right? You hear this a lot. Yes. You know, and they're worried and they're aging and they're worried. Well, and they have diabetes and they're worried because <laughs> your blood is viscous. It's, it's not flowing well. And you want to obviously drink enough water um, and ensure that you're moving your body, you have motion, you have other, some sort of activity. For me, it's gardening. 
when I go in my garden, I, I look, I, I hope no one ever takes a picture of me coming <laughs> out of my garden. I'm like mud and sweat. And yeah. <laughs> terrible <laughs> perfect it's the best um, way i love it i love it i love to yeah i love it with the with the thick viscous blood and potential for clotting do you are you recommending serapeptase natokinase anything like that um yeah. systemic enzymes will assist i wrote an article called nac and acetylcysteine is the ticket it talks about the glutathione system and which supplements or foods feed that system which will sequester by producing reactive oxygen species sequestering, you know, um, uh, glutathione, grabbing out free radicals, cleaning up the system, accelerating liver processes as well. Um, and that's one of the things that DMSO will assist with because of the sulfur moiety that lends itself to the production of glutathione, which is one of the cleanup crew. Uh, antioxidants in the body. Right. So yes, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And um, there's all sorts of ways that you can go about this. This is the good news, right? right. I mean, um, aside from your basic elemental minerals and vitamins, you know, the big ones, iodine, magnesium, sulfur, are some of the top three that are <laughs> low in almost everybody. And iodine, um, like most people are super low in iodine, right? Yeah. That's a oh, huge yeah. one as well. Yes. And to the point where they have, they would have to, to correct it, they would have to go into orthomolecular doses, super high doses wow. to correct the issue. A majority of people with thyroid, sluggish thyroids, they're not utilizing and absorbing the iodine or they're taking in bad iodine or toxic iodine through the synthetic addition into salts and um, other foods, right? Or they're blocked because they're still using fluoride or other halides, right. bromides, bromide that compete. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite form of iodine and what do you, how do you recommend people dose it? Well, I, I have a couple of different ones and I hate the taste of iodine. I'll be frank. Um, if you, if you don't mind it, just throw it in your smoothie or throw it in your water and get it and use the Lugals or, or whatever, just go for it. Um, I'm a wuss when it comes to that stuff. Um, so I like to use it transdermally. Um, and it's, I have a bit of a night ritual with topicals. And one of them is um, just grabbing a couple of drops and either rubbing it over my thyroid or I change different spots because I don't want to be, it'll stain. So I don't, if it doesn't fully absorb by the next morning, yeah. I don't want it to be so visible. Yeah. You know? um, so using the skin system to titrate or to make the decisions for the body and how much it wants at any given time um, is one way. I uh, sell, um, a iodine product by biotics research that I find quite palpable in, 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 or palatable rather that I put in my water and I don't taste a thing. So I, I, I do high doses internally with the one that doesn't taste like. So high dose would be like five milligrams, 10 milligrams, 20 milligrams. Like what do you? Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or higher or higher or 200 okay. or higher. Wow, yeah, 200 you, times. Actually, if yeah. you 
Um, Clive has a good, good few videos on um, important amount, how to use iodine well. I would recommend people go watch what he, how and he- What is his name, Clive who? Clive DeCarl. Can you spell that? Uh, last name is D-E and there's a space actually. Okay. Um, yeah, C-A-R-L-E. Oh, thank you, okay. And just topically, do, is Lugol's better? Can you use nascent? I use I have nascent. Yeah. I use nascent, and I do I do Nason's that morally and and topically. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. I I haven't found a difference to be honest. I mean, maybe you could go into studies and get all nerdy about it. Um, but you know, most people they just it's a compliance thing, and as long as they are getting enough, and and plus I eat seaweed. I'll try. Yeah. I'll you can get significant amounts of iodine if you're eating seaweed. To try to include seaweed into your diet, even if you don't like it, you can buy the some of the, you know, not just the nori sheets. There's all kinds of a variety of seaweeds that you can get, and you can break off a chunk and just throw it in your cooking, and it's just like adding salt, really, right? Right. And it just dissolves away, and, and you you don't really notice that it's there, and that's that's a, another way to do it. Okay. But I mean, vitamin D levels, you know, all the, the fat soluble vitamins, vitamin K2 is another one I, I see routinely people very low um, in, and especially for those who have like an osteoporotic state or osteopenia or um, joint pain, you know, the arthritic states or anything where they're told they're depositing calcium in tissues or soft tissues even frozen shoulder, even some of the um, tendinous, uh, fibrous tendinous problems can be from chronic inflammation leading to, you know, deposits of calcium, but it can often be a clue that they're not metabolizing their calcium properly and you need vitamin K2 to shuttle the calcium right. back into the bone and the bone is always breaking itself down and rebuilding it. It's, it's constantly osteoblast, oste osteoclast over, over, over. And there's other helpers that are involved, right? And so um, I actually, that's one supplement I, I don't think I've ever prescribed except for one vegan, I think long ago is calcium. I, there's no right. real point to, to taking it. You can get ton, you get way more from your food than you'll ever need. And the body recycles it. Um, and you really need more silica actually than, right. than calcium and, and, uh, or, um, there's a type of silica called OSA and that is um, the matrix can, you know, be used to rebuild tissues, um, more than any type of calcium can. And the, and the funny thing is that's like one of the biggest, um, supplements that the medical establishment totally. pushes especially on women over what, 45 now, I think it is. Or totally. something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's junk and it hurts them and it causes heart disease too, because it can block up the heart. It can lead to strokes. I mean, they just, it's, it's like chalk. It's, it's calcium carbonate. It's chalk. Right. Um, and I, I very rarely, you know, maybe in a child, a picky child who's not eating well, you know, you may want to look at alternative sources of cal and that's not milk. That's for sure. <laughs> what about tissue salts tissue salts yes oh i love tissue salts um yeah that would be a great way to get iron up like help so ferrum foss if there's an iron concern 
uh, or fatigue, you know, can I often check in with my daughter if she's, if she, how she's feeling. And I use fatigue as my guiding stone to, or path to say, okay, well, let's, you know, it's time to eat this or it's time to have the tissue right. cells. This sort of okay. And same thing with silica. I think, you know, silica tissue salt, mm. uh, or just use the melange, which is all 12 right. uh, mixed together, which I like to, I like to change it up. And then you can get real geeky and learn your own astrology related to your tissue salts and be very specific about the ones you tend to be lower in. Yes. For example, one of mine is Meg Foss, for example. Right. Um, and that's, um, uh, the salts of salvation uh, to, uh there's another part of george w carey's book something in the salts of salvation and zodiac and the salts part. of salvation that's it yeah, zodiac yeah. and the salt yeah yeah and people, it's a tough and book. i think you can what, yeah it's tough awesome. yeah but i love it yeah. i actually have my my facial diagnosis book in my Ooh. i just happen to have this book with me right now but i did do an interview with the uh, bear with dr bear lando on the tissue salts we were supposed mm -hmm. to talk about it before. We never had time, but I'm I'm quite obsessed with them. So yeah, I have that book too. It's it's fascinating. Totally. Just you can study your wrinkles and go. Oh yeah, my sagging not cheeks, Nat Foss. <laughs> this is what it is. I'm working on that right now. <laughs> oh, I use I use um the uh, gua sha tool. This is one of my gua sha tools. Oh, I have one of it's those. It's a quartz crystal, or it's rose quartz. And, you know, if I'm reading something or whatever, I'll Ooh, put some oil on my face and I'll massage it up. And it feels great because there's all this lymph in here. Like yeah. if you run your tongue over inside your lip, inside, it's mm -hmm. bumpy. Mm -hmm. Those, that's all lymph, all in there. Mm -hmm. So you, you want to mobilize the lymph. You don't want it to stagnate. And a lot of that gets, all, you know, drags down these jowls here. So that's, I don't hey, that's a good idea because I have mine in my shower and I never use it. But if I'm just sitting there and I could do this, watch a movie or watching something, I could do this. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Good tip. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So other micro, so we're talking with, so we got silica, we've got, and when you start talking about bone stuff, I'm thinking borax mm -hmm. or boron, which can be very good for yep. the bone matrix, but also detox, right? Yes. And that is another one that people are very low on chronically is boron, which is another one for, as you said, osteoporosis, but also inflammatory conditions. And it detoxes, especially if you're using it out of like the borax itself. And on yummy.doctor, if you type in borax, I have all of the um, ratios and recipes on how to actually dilute borax properly and ingest how much you ingest to get the elemental boron out of the borax. And, um, so it's pretty easy to do. And people are like, what? You know, drink borax. Oh, yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> it's natural substance that's dug out of the ground. It's okay. It's going to yes. be okay. Um, I know it's news to a lot of people. Uh, but one of the things back at the beginning of when we were realizing they were using graphene in everything. I mean, now, I mean, they're putting it in our clothing. I will, I refuse oh. to buy synthetic clothing, by the way, now. I realized that polyester is plastic and we're putting plastic on our bodies and then they're breaking down to microplastics and then we're absorbing it through our skin and we're just poisoning ourselves wearing polyester. I mean, you want to ban one thing that could help all kinds of situations, then just boycott polyester. 
um, it's cotton or linen for me now, my body or wool in the winter. Um, and they're hard, you know, harder and harder to find more natural fiber. Like I'm wearing all linen right now, but it's more and it's more. The, a lot of places that used to, they're blends. They're not, at, at, they're blends. like 20%, 30% polyester, you know, and not all cotton. Yeah. And the worst, the worst is now they're, they're greenwashing it for the woke people saying, oh, look, we recycled plastic bottles and we put it in your clothing. Aren't we so smart? Yes. You know, and people are just gobbling that crap up. I'm like, you're hurting yourself. I, I mean, you're putting this on your children. They're going to have endocrine disorders. You wonder why we have gender problems. I mean, come on, man. Like, it's it's not that difficult to figure out, really. Yeah. Oh, we're putting, you know, endocrine mimickers on our bodies all day long, and we expect just to be fine about that. So yes, being very careful about what we wear is um, also, you know, something I became even more sensitive about or like not, especially with my daughter, like, no, <laughs> it's cotton or this, I will buy you. I don't care. Whatever it costs, we'll find organic cotton and we'll do it. And plus the other thing is they, the clothes last long, long time. You know, mm -hmm. the synthetic stuff breaks down, gets pilly, garbage, and there was a study done on how much microplastic comes out of your washing machine and your dryer oh. from those polyester crappy stuff. And it was a crap ton. Oh and, and here you are just polluting your own local area with the clothes you're buying and put in washing. I mean, it's, they must hate us. Do they hate us? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Do them that they hate us so much, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But boron. Oh. So back to boron though. Okay. The borax and the boron. It, it, so I was where I was going is that even in those clothes, there's graphene being found. So we know there's the graphene in the masks and in the shots. And now it's it's getting, they're putting it in all these textiles. And the borax denatures the mixing graphene oxide mess. And ah. I would say, add your DMSO into that concoction and you, you're breaking down these, these types of toxins quite, quite well, you know, you're going to upregulate blood flow by adding in the DMSO, which opens a blood vessel and allows circulation to increase, which people use DMSO and they're blown away because just, just from one thing alone, if you just put one of its qualities of opening the blood and allowing some blood flow to get there, they feel better, you know, just from that. Right. So, so, but the borax component is a, a detoxing agent and it will shuttle a lot of these and denature a lot of these particles um, out of the body from, from what we found so far. Okay. So that, that would be on the list for sure. Okay. So we're getting, I know we're getting later on time here. So quickly. So any other micronutrients you think we need to cover? And I'm just wondering if just as a basic, what are some basic pillars If people are just like, Oh my God, there's so much information. What do I do? What are mm -hmm. some basic pillars to detox and what are anything that we might've missed? Just a quick overview. Uh, well, I, I want to do special mention for probiotics or uh, fermented foods and this sort of thing, because what's happened is in the meats and um, especially, uh, or if people are using antibiotics, we're getting residues. 
And so we're killing off the very thing that um, helps us make B12 and other vitamins, um, assists in all sorts of functions, digestion, assimilation, shuttling, moving, et cetera, identification. So making sure that you're repopulating the microbial aspects of yourself is, is something to pay attention to. Yeah. Um, you know, there's people like, oh yeah, I get, I eat yogurt and that sort of thing. Okay. Well, that's like one, that's one lactic acid producing bacteria. Sure. Uh, but there's a lot more to it. And, um, and omega-3 fatty acids, I also would throw in there too. Just, I've seen a lot of deficiencies lately in, in that realm, just not getting enough good fats again, can be assimilation digestion problem. So, so I would say to people, it's actually, your body's always trying to make this correction and detox, of course, because otherwise you'd be dead. So obviously those mechanisms are already happening. And not only that, you're internally, your body makes wastes, your own endogenous wastes that just from day-to-day use that has to be dealt with. And then we have the exogenous as well on top of it. And then we have internally stress. And that's also uh, producing chemicals that have to be denatured and dealt with and that sort of thing, which you can put into the endogenous camp. But lifestyle, and this is one of the courses, by the way, I'm in the midst of designing, changing and, and looking at your lifestyle and just making a list. It's not to be overwhelming. It's just about I'm going to make some decisions for my family or for myself, and I'm going to just assess. I'm going to assess everything now. I'm just going to look at it. What am I doing in with the shower and the skincare and the food and the, where could I, I make one change tomorrow? Just one simple change. And that's all you start with. You know, the next time I go to the grocery store, I'm not going to buy the Doritos this time. I'm going to look for a healthy chip alternative or something, at least reducing the chemical load that you would have to detox is a step in the right direction. Um, are you spraying Febreze around your house or using those glade plug-in poisons, these fragrances? Are you spraying perfume all over your body every day? That's, that is synthetic. That is a decision that you can make you know, very easily to shift what you're doing. Oh, I don't, I like to smell nice. So I'm going to use essential oils instead, or I'm at least going to find a phthalate free fragrance that is, you know, it's one step, you know, toward a healthier choice, you know, this sort of thing. And deep breathing, going to bed at a correct hour, you know, sweating, um, you know, stretching, going for walks in nature, singing in the shower, mm. <laughs> um, laughter, you know, these sorts of, or taking a little bit of a cold shower. I mean, these are all simple things that you can choose to do that assist the body grounding, walking outside barefoot. I mean, this is the correcting our electrical system of our body, mm-hmm. right? which that it almost other than the heart and the nervous system, I mean, mostly the medical system ignores how electrical we really right. are, the body electric, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and that we're, we create a tube torus, you know, we create a field around us. I don't know why they don't want to acknowledge that. The Heart Math Institute obviously has done work and studies 
to prove that we do have these fields for those who who need to see it somehow to believe it. <laughs> um, it's there for them. Uh, but those little corrections can, can, like I said, you know, that three, that three degree pivot right. just making a little bit of a different habit over time can really add up. And when you have a little bit more energy or a little bit more positive thought on something, it can make a difference to make another change. Right. You know, and then, and then the energy continues to come up and you don't feel so overwhelmed. I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, this sort of place where I, I just, I can't take one more thing. I just have to numb myself in front of the television or numb myself by shopping or numb myself by any of the addictions, you name the addiction, right? Right. Where people do that because they're not able to cope. These are poor coping mechanisms, but they're doing their best with what they have. But recognizing that if you just tiny drops in the bucket, eventually will add up, then you can make the bigger changes. After. Then it's not so overwhelming to now completely change the way you shop or to start a garden or to do coffee enemas. I was just going to say, or do coffee right. enemas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we didn't even talk about, but that's a yeah. big part of glutathione production and supporting that liver, right? Exactly, exactly. And for you guys and, that want to learn about hot coffee and must go to Yummy Doc Doctor and Amanda's got the whole protocol videoed for you so you can learn how to do it. And it's way easier than you think it is. Way easier. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. just have to do it. And some, you know, sometimes I get in a funk where I just, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm busy, busy. And, and I have to catch my own self. And that's normal. That's where we we go through it's been summer i've been gardening i've been trying to get like rest and and rejuvenate for the yeah. next cycle like there's there's times and places and phases and decisions that you make but if you're having a health crisis i mean a serious health yeah. crisis and you're going to want to do those things because they're going to give you big bang for your buck and their and for your time i mean it's you know you're sitting for 15 minutes you're having some really great poops and you, you know it's the smell of coffee <laughs> can't be that bad you know and and you're you're really increasing your energy in your body so that again you can cope now you can look around and go okay i do have to you know clean the house today or go shopping or take my child to xyz and all of the things that we're always doing the the, the day to day and then that can become more joyous rather than feeling always like a burden and heaviness about your day. And it, all it takes are making some of those shifts. And I, I think, I think we'll get there with the knowledge. It's, it's been challenging. My, my YouTube channel, my third one was axed and it was, you know, I didn't have it in me to fight back. I mean, I think they, they know that when they keep doing this to us, they keep deleting our channels and our pages and our social media stuff that eventually after the <laughs> umpteenth million <laughs> deletion you feel like why bother you know and they I know they bank on it but now I am rethinking you know do I really want to put more of my energy into YouTube you know right. how about you know I'm, I'm just I'm thinking do I want to go back into any of their systems at all Right. But I do that's the problem though. The problem is the people that really need that information are on YouTube. That's, that's the like you go to rumble, everybody, you know, people are finding it, but 
the people that mm. really are needing that information are on those channels, unfortunately. Well, it comes down to this line in the sand, as I've mentioned before, where we're getting to that place where if you cannot get, if you just trust the alphabet corporations and your corrupt government at this stage, especially at this stage, I mean, yeah. then I don't know if there's help, much help for a lot of those people because they're, they're not going to wait. If they haven't woke up now, I mean, I'm just, I, I really thought more people would be awake, at least in Canada. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and I'm up north more, you know, in Ontario. And it's interesting because those who live in, you know, in the harsh, more hard winters and that, they're robust people and they can smell BS pretty, pretty good. They might not know the whole story. They might not understand that the PCR tests are fraud and they mean are meaningless. They may not know that there's no viruses and that contagion is it doesn't work the way we're taught and all this stuff. But they know when the shit stinks and <laughs> they have a healthy skepticism of government. And I I I feel more comfortable around the northern folk than the city folk in that regard. And I'm I'm concerned that a lot of the city folk are just really tunnel visioned and trust what the government says and just like robotic almost in a way. Totally. I, I don't know. I don't know how to help someone who can't help themselves to at least some can't. degree. You can't. And that's right. I'm in Alberta and I, you know, we were thinking maybe BC, maybe, but you know, the hippies in BC, like they, they're kind of, they seem to be anti-establishment when it comes down to it. Not really the people that I keep saying, the people I want to be around when the shit hit really hits the fan are redneck Albertans. The rednecks <laughs> that, you know, they know how to do things and they're, they're more, they more know who they are really. Like that's, they do because they, they know it. They're not like just going away to do some festival and just don't follow the rules until they're forced to follow the rules kind of things. Right. You want to be around people. Who they're not, not soft. They've, yes. They've not gone so soft they right. know how to ride a horse you know they right. know how to shoot a gun yes they know how to they know how to grow their own food or even slaughter their own chickens and these sort of things exactly that takes grit in of you yes. and it's the grit that we need at this stage especially with what's coming with all the energy shortages they're they're making on purpose and and the more illusions that they're spinning with their talking heads you know in the in media yeah. which I, I, I know they're moving them um, where they're not real people anymore. A lot of those media outlets are going into AI or um, composite where they're, it's not really, it's, it's like um, Photoshopped or it's, you know, um, CGI'd people. Right. And yeah. it's not even real, real journalists doing it anymore. They don't even, what do they need journalists for? They're not lit. There's no journalism other than the alternative no. media. No, so they don't need it. I can put robots in their place and just okay. program them to say what they want them to say. It's all, that's the state. We're 1984, like 100% when it oh, comes yeah. to all, to them already. People don't even know that. I mean, people who watch that stuff still, they program it. People actually still watch it. Like really, like people actually go to CNN for their news or CBC. Like they actually do that. It's just, it shocks me. It shocks me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you can't so be did, informed that way. Pardon? Well, you can't be informed that way. They they think that that's being informed. They're right. mistaken. 
that's being that's being programmed they're not being informed no you know but um yeah we'll we'll see where it goes with the with the next you know winter mm-hmm. um, and i know that the interest rates for mortgages are is gone up like a ridiculous level oh, um so a lot of people will be losing their homes unfortunately because of just the interest rate rising such an astronomical level uh which of course they're doing on purpose and you know it's it's hard if people are struggling i mean the food prices and the gas prices and all these things i really just how calm everyone is i don't know if i'm impressed or insulted that everyone's just like going along they don't know I, I really think they, they do. I was driving home from BC with a friend a few weeks ago and it is, he thinks he's so informed and so, and he's gone through a lot in the last so long. He's changed a lot, but he's still getting his information from mainstream sources. And he has, he's like, well, I think, you know, in the end, the, the, he won't see, he doesn't call it the jab, but the jab, you know, the, the benefits will, well, there'll, there will be some side effects, though, but, but the benefits will be, I'm like, where, where do you even get this from? Like, 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 honestly, like, honestly, like what he really believes he sees the science is like, you have no idea. Like, and he doesn't see what's going, he literally right in front of his face, you know, go buy mm-hmm. a gas station, two bucks a liter in BC. And I, like, he literally doesn't see it. I'm just like, I, I can't, I can't see it for you. I can't, you want to have to see it. You have to keep flying that Ukrainian flag, you know, how to sort it out. Totally. <laughs> I saw one. Oh. I, I I still saw one, and I and I want to roll down my window. Roll down like I'm from 1985. <laughs> roll down, my window. Yeah. and and, uh, and yell out like, "Oh, are, are we still doing the Ukraine thing?" Yeah. Like that's the still. I'm like, you're hardcore. I mean, even the people who still wear masks, I almost, I'm almost impressed in a way. Like, well, it's it's. I was just having that conversation today. It's like that discomfort. But those people are already wearing the masks. You know, now it's yeah. acceptable to hide. It's like, isn't that season over with? Isn't Ukrainian season over with? Like, what what season is it now, right? Oh, it's climate change season. I yes. think we're done with. I think we're done with. Um, with a uh, abortion season's done. Gender bending season might be still ongoing, mm-hmm. overlapping. Yeah, you know, but we're in climate change climate. season now. So, yeah. yeah, it's um, it's really. I hope people can learn pattern recognition but i don't know I, I i don't know if it's just a born skill or if you can actually learn it or not you know i'm still been trying to figure that one out because if yeah. you can learn it i want to teach it <laughs> <laughs> no kidding no kidding yeah okay yeah. well uh this has been great amanda i knew we'd go into all sorts of different things people Start taking care of yourself. Take control. It's your choice. What do you put in your mouth? What do you put on your body? What do you bathe yourself with? What do you, like, how do you medicate yourself? What do you know? What are you prepared for? Do you, have you built your home apothecary? Are you ready for what's happening? Because a lot of these things you can just reach for. You don't have to depend on anybody for it, right? Like you can make your own body care stuff. You can buy Amanda's amazing stuff. She's got all sorts of stuff. Check out yumnaturals.store. So how to find you. I'll put it down in the notes, but yumnaturals.store, yummy.doctor. You have a couple of telegram pages. What are the main, let's share with you. Uh, DM, DMSO.store. DMSO. Oh, right. Dot, okay. Yeah. That's the, all the DMSO infused products. Um, and then yeah, telegram, obviously I still have one lingering YouTube channel. 
Um, I have a new marketing team that's been helping me, which is quite nice on Instagram. So we still are kicking around there a little bit, just being real, real smooth. Not my, uh, my own page is where I put all the crazy controversial stuff and rile people up and get them all mad at me. (laughs) Your own page on which on Instagram Instagram or I'm I'm on Twitter as well. Uh, Dr. Ball. Doctor underscore V O L L is my my Twitter, which I'm so shadow banned. I don't even. I just do it for fun now. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, those are the main three. And and now and the next thing we're launching, which has just been put up on DMSO dot. Uh, sorry, on healingwithdmso.com. So that's the just the book oh, healingwithdmso.com. That's the other one. And we just. We're, um, so what we've been working on is our own blockchain sovereign coin that oh. uh, we tie into a shopping club system and all of our products will be available under the shopping club. And when you sign up for it, you get a 10% discount on all of my products, all the, all the things we sell, the book, everything. And it also has a, like a, your, if you want to go into it more, you can actually make money as well. So you you can purchase the sovereigns. And if you purchase our product with the blockchain tech, then we give that discount. That's and because what we're doing is trying to move out of cat out of dollars, out of their okay. tanking dollar into our stable coins that we use peer-to-peer and you don't need any banks. So oh, all of us oh, would be wow. deplatformed. Okay. <clears throat> well, like all my friends and everyone, they're all being deplatformed and Venmo is dropping them, PayPal is dropping them. All, they're all getting dumped, right? So yeah. this is their alternative. They can sell anything they want and they can do peer-to-peer. So there's no middleman, no bank, and it's instant. You know how sometimes with you're doing like a transfer, it can yeah. take time, even a day, yeah. not with this system. It's instant. Oh, it's totally wow. secure. We've been working on it for a long time. And... And the also aspect of it is when you join, when you sign, automatically you're a sovereign citizen under Turtle Island. So you now are part of the tribe and you are not part of the cult. And so you can just dump them and you can, you know, as, as we learn, as we grow, and as we make our statements and our claims and our landed status, then that's part, built into this. So as, as, long, as soon as you sign the membership, you're out, you're out of the, the society and you're under the, the tribe, basically. So wow. it'll have, it has, yeah, it's, it's really exciting. Okay. We, and that's, that's already out or that's to come. We just launched the, the, the sign up. So for people who want to get in early, okay. um, because it's like, it has a bit of a, a MLM sort of structure to it. It's a little bit different the way they've done it, oh, but okay. essentially you can, um, based on your sales and that sort of thing, you can get residual income. So it has a whole residual system and everything. So it's, but it's, it's brilliant. It's, there's been, you know, there's nothing that I've seen so far that doesn't have any strings attached, you know, or, or there are all these fees or whatever, because if we don't if we don't get out of their systems, then they're going to drag us, you know, down. So we've been, smart about where we put our resources and this is one way and and then so people can anybody who has a business can put all of their items on their own website under sovereign system 
So they have their website. People go, they purchase oh, okay. Swiss sovereigns, and which is backed by a Swiss franc right now. And they can peer to peer, they can buy all kinds of things with that token. And it's it's more involved than that, but it's freaking brilliant. And you don't need a bank, you don't need, and then they're gonna launch a credit card, a black credit card. And you can have your sovereign coins on your credit card and you can buy and out in the world, you know, and it'll transfer it in the moment to whatever the cash is or whatever you're purchasing. And it's like tap and pay with the sovereign coins that will translate, translate into the currency. So it's just, it's, but that the credit card part will take a few more years because the program costs like $2 million or something. And so to find out about this more, people go to. Where? Okay, if you if they go to um, healingwithdmso.com, let me just uh, pull up the, I ju- this is like today, I wasn't even going to talk about Oh, okay. Freaking brand new. Um, this is like our, it's going to be on every website eventually. Okay. Uh, let's see, one second. It's, um, so backslash sovereign, uh, S O V R A N dash shopping dash club. Okay. I will put that in the notes. Awesome. Okay. You're up to, I don't know how you have time to do all that you do and research and talk and sell and make products. And I don't get it. I I don't know how you're doing this and garden and raise a child. Like what? Well, I have like 12 employees, so there's that. <laughs> well, thank goodness for that. Okay. Well, yeah, that's good. That and it sounds good. like, you know, in the end, you are you are really one of the people that is turning this into an opportunity, right? And I think we can all learn by that because people are just like, oh, I got to do this so I can keep my job. It's like, really? really? That's the only option? No. no, there's, what about the opportunity here? What about you know, there's so mm-hmm. much. Let's have let's. It's a long game, people. It's a long game. It's not about dinner tomorrow. It's it's the long game. So, you've really oh, yes. turned this into something amazing for yourself. And as a result, everybody, you get to win if you partake in whatever be men's products, information, her book. Like, there's so many ways to to participate. So, well, thank we need you. To build, oh. We need to build the systems, the new systems, right? right. I mean. So we have to actually do it. So yes. when, I, when I realized that, you know, and I was working with my business partner, who's a genius, he's a genius, and he's a tech genius as well. So, you know, doing all the coding and all that. So I can't oh, do coding. Nice. He can yeah. do coding. So he's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's doing all the back end stuff and the coding and the website and stuff. I mean, I don't have time for that. So he's brilliant. And he's brought in this whole sovereign system through this group he's been working with. Um, for quite a number of years. So we're excited because, you know, we knew that, there, first of all, the cra- we had a little mini crash, but the real crash is still coming, the real bottom out crash. Yeah. And so we're waiting for that right now, because once that crash happens, then we're going to start buying up Bitcoin and buying up the stuff again, right? We sold that years ago, because we knew it was, it was crashing. Right. Um, so you have to study the markets a little bit and understand, you know, what's happening. Because we're not going to be broken, poor, and going into the World Economic Forum, own nothing, and be happy bullshit. Sorry, but not not happening. Yeah. Okay? So we deserve abundance. We're going to be, you know, 
we can do it. We just have to be smart about it and prep. And that's what we've been doing. So that's where this is born of um, solutions. We have to be solution-based. So yeah, it's great. So and thank active. you for what you're doing, Sasha, yeah. too. Oh, I'm not doing nearly as much as you, but this has been an offer. This has been amazing for me to get into touch with people like you and to be able to talk to you directly. So I really appreciate that and to share what you're doing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank okay. You. Well, this has been great, guys. Hope you like this. Share with everybody. Amanda is a gift. So please go follow her and learn more about what she has to share with you. And thanks, Amanda. I super appreciate your time today.